Welcome to Flipping the Script, a podcast for women of color by women of color, helping you to not just navigate your way through change, but to embrace it. I am your host, Michelle Words. Donna Brown is a life and career coach. Donna tells us how she transitioned from human resources in the banking sector into achieving her ultimate goal of coaching. Donna takes a holistic approach in her coaching methods and gives us some tips on how to embrace change. Let's get to it. I am not where you want to be, trying to navigate life, but it's hard to see, yeah. I am struggling to make a change. We're coming to end now is the perfect chance. With flipping the scripts, so you'll find your way to help you embrace any trials you face. With flipping the script, conquer every day. We're helping you find your happy place. Today we have Donna Brown. Donna is a certified career and life coach, currently residing in Dubai, UAE. Donna's life's coaching focuses on life purpose, self-love and confidence, health and well-being, energy level, mindfulness, and personal development. Her career coaching focuses on career change, workplace conflicts, managing people, leadership skills, interpersonal skills, and work-life balance. Donna is also a coach supervisor at Jay Shetty Certification School. Donna's professional background is in human resources. Donna is trained as a professional coach, PCP, with Full Circle Development Consultancy Limited, which is accredited by the International Coaching Federation. Welcome to Flipping the Script, Donna. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much. So Donna, I'd like to start with some background from my guest. Where did you grow up? So I'm a Canadian and I grew up in Montreal, Canada, bordering, of course, on the U.S., right? The uh, Vermont, New York State area. And uh, I loved it. I mean, Montreal and, uh, and Canada, what a beautiful country. My family's still there right? And I have, <laughs> I laugh because if I, if I now walk you through how many other cities in Canada that I've moved to and countries, it's probably similar to yours, Michelle. It so although like I grew it. up in, yeah, I grew up in Montreal. I lived also in Ottawa, the capital. I lived in Toronto. I lived in London, England. I lived in Berlin. And, uh, and now I'm here in uh, Dubai in the UAE. Wow. Yes, we have had similar tracks as far as relocation, for sure. I've lived in multiple states and then now my, my second country. So you're one country ahead of me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So what made you make the leap, I guess, into, I guess, initially living in Europe and then to the UAE. 2007, I moved to the Europe. My ex-husband is German. And so we chose to live there during our marriage. And so I was there with him for, for 10 years. Yeah. So that's how I ended up in Germany. And whilst living in Europe, I started working in human resources with Deutsche Bank, with 
the investment, I think most people would know this bank. And after my marriage ended, I really wasn't ready to go back to North America. I think you get accustomed. The moment you leave North America and you're living in other parts of the world, you want to explore. There's something that happens inside of you, right? You're yes. no longer frightened of change. You, were, you embraced it. And so then I, I was happy to consider other opportunities. And the opportunity existed for me to move to the UAE, Dubai, because Deutsche Bank also has an office here. So I took that opportunity four years ago, stayed with them for three years, and uh, I have been here since. Great. So then what made you transition from working in human resources to career and life coaching? I've always flirted with the idea of, of coaching right? And, and so I've always been in that mindset of service. So human resources, when you are working with employees, I always like the idea of the employee relations side of human resources for the employees, for a voice, trying to find out, you know, what aspires them, what aspirations they have. And so it was a natural progression for me to evolve into this area. I think one day, literally, I woke up and I just said to myself, okay, you know what? I want to do this. This is, this is really, in terms of coaching, this is the area that I want to progress into. I just looked up on the internet a school that provided certification, and, and then I went for it. That was literally you know, yeah, how I did it. It was, for me, it was just a natural progression of leaving an organization, but still being of service to people. Right. You know, I like what you said, because you said one one morning, you just made the decision. What happens is that basically a, you know, flipping the script or a switch just kind of flips on for us. And once you make up your mind, then that's the direction that you go in. So to tell my listeners a little bit more then about that decision-making process, because that's where I think we are impacting them right now, then to make that transition, you looked up the information. Did you go cold turkey or did you kind of continue working for Deutsche Bank while you did your, your training, like that transition process? Can you share more about that? Yeah, sure. And, and, and again, another great question, because what happens is, although I woke up one morning and, as you say, that switch, right, went off or on, right, prior to that switch, there was a lot of background noise, right? So there was a lot of processing. There was a lot of visualization that I had in my head. There was a lot of, of law of attraction that I was working with, right? So I knew my goal. My goal was I want to be certified. So in thinking that thought, I was now attracting many things to me. And then exactly as you said, one day it crystallized. One day for me, it was just like I woke up one morning and literally I thought, you know what? Why am I giving it so much thought? I can feel it. Why don't I just do it? I was still working for Deutsche here in Dubai at the time. And uh, something amazing happened. I went to my uh, internet. I went to the internet and I Googled... um, you know, coaching certification organizations. And one of them that came up was Full Circle. And this was unbelievable. This was like literally for me, the universe speaking to me because there it was at the Rove Hotel. I think I looked it up in, in April 
or May. And in June, at the end of June, they were doing a one day introductory course at the Rogue Hotel downtown. And they were going to introduce their organization as a coaching school. And you could absolutely just sign up for a one day free, you know, demonstration. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. And so immediately I enrolled, I got the email confirmation that I was accepted and I got the date of when it was going to be. And that morning was a Saturday, it was a Friday morning in the Middle East. We have, we work between Sunday and, and Thursday. So Friday and Saturday are weekend days. And so Friday morning, 9 a.m., I was in that room really. And it was amazing because there were at least 30 other people that also had signed, registered for this training course and we spent the day together. It was amazing because the lady who was the organizer who was actually there, facilitator for, for, the, for the training course, I immediately connected with her. She's an athlete, you know, she was out of the UK, she had spent some time in the US, her background was coming in from HR as well. So, you know, it really spoke to me after that, you know, the eight hours of spending it, I decided, yeah, and I just signed up for it with full circle. Yeah, that was wow. literally what happened. That's great. And, you know, that's a good sign is when things just happen to fall into place once you make a decision. You know, the timing for that course ended yeah, up being perfect. Right. You happen to run across it at the right time. So that is just affirmation, basically, that, you know, you're at the right yeah. place at the right time. Very good. Yeah, it's meant for me, right? It's, exactly. It's exactly how I saw it. I saw it as, this is meant for me. This is what I've been manifesting. And now it's manifested in front of me. I just have to run with it. And the moment you run with it, then everything just happens. It just, and it just, it just, it just took off. Exactly. Yes. If it's meant to be, it's going to happen, you know, with or without your efforts, really, you know, because a lot of times I mention also that sometimes we're forced into change. And so we weren't necessarily planning on doing certain things, but then it all ends up working out for the better, uh, generally. And so absolutely, there's going to be forces working with you or even for you when you don't know it. (laughs) So tell us then, how is your approach with your clients when you are advising them on career and life coaching? And then maybe you could explain to me what the differences are as far as your approaches in those two categories. Yeah, well, you know, because I don't really advise my clients in the coaching arena, I take my advising hat off and I come fully present as a coach. And so what coaching is, whether it's in your career or it's in your life, I'm there to facilitate, I'm there to support, and I'm there to guide you, right? And you, I look at you as complete and whole and you have all the answers within you. And my job basically is to allow you by asking you, you know, a series of questions thought-provoking question, open-ended questions that you unravel, you become aware, and you unearth what it is that, that you want in life, whether it is that you'd like to move to a new career or whether it is that you would like to 
find out what time of the day you have the most energy. I do this, never advising you, but always by asking you, you know, your questions that you will come to your realization, you will come to your awareness of what is best for you. Okay. So is it that you give them, for lack of a better word, homework? And that's what you will do is give a series of questions for them to reflect on and then you discuss them? Exactly like you and I are doing right now. So most of my my sessions now are done over Zoom. And basically, you know, it could be as simple, I can ask you the simple question as who it is that you want to become, who it is that you want to be, right? And you will answer that question. I want to be the president of my book club, okay? And I will say to you, all right, what inspires you to be that? You know, what is your why? And you will answer that. And then we will basically get into a conversation of what is driving that for you. Once you realize what is driving that for you, I will then ask you more questions of what steps do you need? If you don't already have them in place, what steps would you then take to become that person? So it's always coming from you. Every action, every thought is coming from you, what you want to do. I'm just allowing you to see yourself as that. I'm just exploring the possibility of you becoming that in coaching. Uh, Okay. So I know that you then, I don't like the word advice, but if you did have to give a key piece of advice, then to someone looking to make a change, what piece of advice would you give? If I had to advise somebody who's looking to make a change, the first thing I would say to you is ask yourself, what are the benefits that you would gain from making that change? So what change do you want to make in what area of your life? And what would be the benefit of that change? Align yourself with the benefits of that change, right? And so the moment you're now aligned, with what it is that you will gain from that change, I believe that's when it becomes, you say to yourself, then you're motivated, you're inspired to make that change. That makes sense. But I'm just, I'm curious then in that analysis, do you think that it would be useful? Because I know you say what would benefit you from that change? Should some of the analysis go into the disadvantages or... Just focus on the positive. You can always list your disadvantages, right? You could always list them, but where do you want to go? So your focus has to be where you want to go. Okay. And your focus then becomes what's driving you. You're going towards the benefits. You're going towards what feels good. You're going towards what it is that you want to be. You're going towards that. There's a goal and it's positive, and it's inspiring, and it's motivating, and then you go in that direction. Makes sense. So realizing that each journey is different, then the process, do you find that there's some kind of typical cycle that people go through in this transition process? You know, I think, of course, there is a cycle. Oftentimes, when people are looking at change, 
whatever that change is, there is a level of fear that happens in all of us. So you become, you start doubting. You start saying, I can't, I, I'm, I'm not sure. What if all of that comes into play? And the best thing to do as, you know, is, to, is to hear those, that voice that is saying, what if, and you know, I can't, and I shouldn't just hear it. But at the same time, know that that's just fear talking to you. And then say to yourself, okay, who will I become if I listen to this voice? I will stay in the place that I'm at. And who will I become if I don't listen to this voice? Who will I become if I just step over this voice? Yeah, that is very thought provoking. So now with your coaching services that you offer, then are there any other types of uh, services or anything that you offer to your clients? You know, I come from a spiritual place, I would have to say. And so the other service that I do outside of coaching is I go into healing. Oftentimes, you know, we, we are, we have blockages in our bodies, in our mind, in our mindset, in our speed, in so many ways. And so through Theta Healing, I'm also certified in Theta Healing. Through Theta Healing, I also offer my clients healing in the blockages that they may have within their thoughts, within their bodies, within their actions that are limiting them to move forward as well. Very nice. So tell us more about this Theta Healing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting because I think four or five years ago I came across it. So, so what happened was I was supposed to go to Goa, India with with a friend and this very same friend, she kept humming and hawing. She was just like, you know what? It's going to be hot. They don't have air conditioning and blah and blah and blah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But I, I really want to go because we wanted to do a nutritional course in Ayurveda. And, and I remembered my friend was just like, you know, she just found every excuse for us not to go. And then finally, she's like, you know what? Uh, a friend of mine told me about Theta Healing. Would you be interested? And it just so happens that the course that she was telling me about happened the exact same weekend that we were supposed to travel. So I saw that as, once again, the universe is stepping in and saying, you know, I've got better plans for you. So I was like, all right, let's do this weekend course. As it turned out, this was this healing course that I'm talking about. And we ended up going, I think, for one month every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to learning about it. It's an amazing journey on healing. And of course, it's also self-healing, right? Is recognizing in ourselves as we grow up, especially at the very young age between five and eight, many experiences happen to us. And if trauma has happened to you during that age span, we hold it within our body, right? We hold these negative energies within ourselves. And these energies manifest over years of, you know, different pain points that will come up if if other people trigger them within us. And the whole idea of Theta Healing is is to go to a place whereby you reconnect if you can, with that pain, 
and to be able to release it, mm. right? You go back to the moment that it's happening and you're able to just release that. And, you know, it's also interesting because we often think that, that from pain, there are no learning lessons, but there are is usually in Theta Healing, it also allows you to look at the virtues, the values that you learned within that experience. And they're usually positive. You can always find positive virtues, positive values that come from a particular trauma that you've had, how that has protected you. It's a wonderful method of healing. And I have enjoyed it. And some of my clients who, who that I've worked with, they too have seen great benefits from it. That is very interesting. And the first time that I have heard of that. So very yeah. interesting. So now... If my listeners would be interested in getting in touch with you, what would be the best way for them to be able to do so? I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram. And my handle on Instagram is db underscore careers underscore life underscore coach. That's one way. I have an email address that you can always drop me an email. So it's Donna at dbdonnabrown.com. That's my email address. I'm also available there on Facebook. I'm also on Facebook and, and I'm Donna Brown and I'm in the UAE. So you can also find me there and befriend me. You can also go to my website, which is www.dblifecoach.com. And you'll also find me there. I'm available and I'd love to hear from you guys. Perfect. What is next for Donna Brown? You know, it's so interesting because I'm always evolving. I'm always, I'm not necessarily looking for what's next. I'm, I love what I'm doing, but I'm a believer in how can I get better at this, right? What other tools can I put in my toolbox? And so I'm always looking for areas of interest in terms of what else can I learn? What other workshop can I do? So from that standpoint, that's what's going on. And although Tita Healing came to me at the time that it came to me, still in the back of my mind, there is the Ayurveda, you know, eating and foods that still simmers in me. So I think I'll, at some point soon, I'll be um, going in that direction. Yeah. Change is such an important part of life, right? We are constantly changing daily, but we're, we are not in tune to it. But the moment you, you become in tune to all the changes that you're undergoing on a daily basis, and you allow yourself to flow in that direction, and just and accept it, and don't resist it, you know, everything, everything is okay, everything is fine. There aren't any resistance. So when a big change, and when you're faced with a big change, and you remember the feeling of the smaller changes, then it's easier to approach it. Yes, that's a very good reminder for us. So thank you so much, Donna, for sharing your story and reminding us that life is an unscripted series with unlimited segments. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Flipping the Script. If you like what you have heard, please make sure to subscribe to get notified of future episodes. Also, I would appreciate it if you would write a review and share with your friends. And I want to hear from you. Feel free to drop me a line and let me know what you thought about this week's episode 
or to suggest any future topics that you would like for me to explore. Or you can just stop by and say hello. You can reach me at flippinthescript.com or on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at flippinthescript. Want to continue the discussion? I also have a private group for ladies only on Facebook. I look forward to hearing from you. Bye for now. With